Zane heard a scream and blocked it out to prolong feeding from the succulent neck of the Latino kid he'd cornered in an alley in the mission, the predominantly Mexican and South American neighborhood of San Francisco. It was a sketchy area. On one hand, trendy restaurants and nightclubs attracted the rich residents from the north side of town. On the other, poor immigrants toiled in dead-end jobs for minimum wage. Yet somehow Zane had instantly felt at home when he'd first set foot in the neighborhood. As his fangs lodged deeper to draw more blood, Zane listened to the thundering heartbeat of his victim, fully aware of the power he had over the teenager's life. If he took an ounce too much, the boy would bleed out, his heartbeat ceasing, his breath rushing from his lungs for the last time, leaving behind a lifeless shell. It was how he liked to feed, not from a bottle of lifeless donated blood like his colleagues at Scanguards preferred, but from a human where he felt the life pulsing beneath his palms while the warm, rich blood coated his throat. There was no substitute for this feeling. It went beyond pure nourishment. It appealed to his need to feel superior, to be powerful, to be in control of the life in his arms. Every night the struggle to allow that life to continue renewed, despite the fact that each night a different human was at his mercy. It changed nothing and the battle inside him remained the same, to stop while the human was still alive, or to give in to the urge to destroy and assuage his need to avenge, for no matter whether he fed from a Latino kid, a black woman, or an Asian man, their faces were all the same once his memories of the past took possession of his mind. Their features morphed into those of a white man, his hair a dark blonde, his eyes brown, and his cheekbones high the face of one of his torturers, the only one he had failed to track down after chasing him for over sixty-five years, the only one he hadn't slain, yet. Zane noticed the change in pressure of the blood rushing through the kid's veins and drew his fangs from his neck. He quickly licked over the wound to close it and prevent any more blood loss as his fangs retracted back into their sockets, deep within his gums, satisfied for the moment. His own heart hammered furiously in his chest as he felt his victim slacken, but his ears picked up the faint heartbeat, assuring him that he hadn't gone too far. He'd won tonight's battle, but the restlessness he'd felt in the last few months was increasing and driving him to take more and more risks with his victims' lives. He'd come to San Francisco nine months ago on assignment for Scanguards, the vampire-run bodyguard company that had employed him for several decades. The assignment had turned into a permanent stay. At first he'd thought that the change of venue from New York to this quiet west coast town that was frequently engulfed in fog would bring him peace, but the opposite was the case. The hunt for his torturer had stalled, then come to a dead end. With every day that passed after the trail had gone cold, this failure drove his anger and hatred higher. He needed to hurt somebody. Soon. At a sound, Zane snapped his head to the side. He lowered the Latino kid to the ground, resting him against the wall of a building. He squeezed his eyes shut for a moment, concentrating on the distant voice he'd heard. Past the noise that indicated a vibrant nightlife, a low whimpering laced with fear and despair drifted to him. It was remote, but his sensitive vampire hearing identified it as a plea for help. Fuck! He shouldn't have ignored the scream he'd heard earlier. He should have known that something was wrong.
Both his vampire instincts and his training as a bodyguard told him as much. Without casting another glance at his victim, Zane charged out of the alley and headed for the origin of the sound. He hoped he wasn't too late already. A few drunks stumbled along the sidewalk, their incoherent mumbles temporarily blocking out the distressed sobs he was following. Had he lost the trail? Zane rocked to a halt at the next corner and forced his ears to concentrate. For a moment everything was completely quiet, but then the sound returned and intensified his gut feeling that he was needed. This time the cry was accompanied by the low, hissing voice of a man. Shut up, bitch, or I'm gonna gut you.